0: Head out to Barbecue Austin, a Rodeo Austin production presented by Miller Lite, a true Texas original on March 3rd and 4th. Barbecue teams will be competing for the title of Texas State Champion. Enjoy a real Texas experience with thrilling carnival rides, barbecue, live music, and classic fair fun, including a petting zoo and pony rides. Tickets start at just $5 for kids and $10 for adults. Get your tickets now at rodeoaustin.com. Don't miss Barbecue Beer and bands at Barbecue Austin, sponsored by Ram and HEB.
1: Please stand clear of the doors.
2: Hey guys, wow, it's such an enchanting day here at the parks. I cannot wait to go back to our room at the poly and watch Enchanted on Disney Plus.
3: You know what? That sounds like a great idea.
2: Hold on, let me uh let me look at my app and see if it's there.
0: Hold on, is it it's Ian, right? Not Ian. It's Ian C H? Yeah, it's not on Disney Plus for some reason. I don't understand. Why is it not there?
2: welcome to episode 109 of the Diz his podcast i'm joe i'm alex i'm jen today we will be giving the his on enchanted so funny story about this movie is i was all ready to watch it before the uh before our show, and I cannot find it anywhere. I can't find Enchanted on any streaming services. Actually, I think it is on some streaming ser- services. but I think you have to pay for it, but it's not on Disney Plus. It's not. No, it's not. Is on it Di- really? Yeah, it's not on Disney Plus. What? And, yeah, I feel like I've watched it recently somehow. Well, it was. I couldn't find it. I couldn't find it anywhere. But uh, the last time I saw this movie was a long time ago, and I, I read a little bit of the history that you you know that we have, mm-hmm. and it's kind of funny. Some of the history is kind of funny, I think. Like, <laughs> ha- I don't know if it's like that, but, uh, uh, but you know, have you seen this movie, Jen?
3: Oh, yes. Many oh, times. Yes. Many in the theater.
2: You saw it in the theater? Yes. The really. Terror. Okay, how about you, Alex? When's the last time you saw this movie? Probably within a year, maybe. Maybe a
0: couple of years, but I've seen it maybe three or four times already.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. I've only seen it like once or twice, I think. I
0: I think it's a great movie. Really? Yeah, I liked it way before. like Before I was way into Disney and before I was watching kids' movies because I had a daughter, I still liked it.
2: Okay. Why? Why did you like it? It's funny. Okay. It's a funny movie. Well, yeah, because it's kind of cheesy, right? Exactly. Because they really are kind of making fun of the whole princess stereotype, I guess you can say, Disney stereotype. Mm -hmm. Uh, How about you, Jen? Did, Did you like the movie?
3: Oh, yeah. I, I absolutely I love the movie I took my daughter so it came out uh, she was four and um, we saw it in the theater together and we both really liked it and of course they didn't you know it was a Disney it was quote-unquote Disney movie but they didn't have a whole ton of of like merch or anything like that but one thing I do remember is they had this really elaborate um, Giselle dress at the Disney store And I wanted to buy it for my daughter so bad. It was like very, very elaborate princess dress. And this is before the whole boutique, you know, everything is commonplace. Mm -hmm. And the dress was like $100. (laughs) So I was like, I don't know if we're doing that for a dress up dress.
2: Yeah. Would you say this movie is like a musical? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's a rom-com musical. Okay, cool. How about you, Alex? You Want to give it a rating? I would rate it a seven and a half. Seven and a half. Yeah. So, quick question, right? Yes. So, what other kind of live action musicals would you say this could be compared to, like um, Into the Woods? Into the Woods. You ever seen that movie? That's a Disney no, movie, right? Jen? I've seen that one. That's in, that's in, that's, uh, that's Disney.
3: It is Disney. Um, and you haven't seen Into the Woods. I don't like the Disney version of Into the Woods. That's oh, going to be I the like theater it. snob. That no, you have you seen the original? No, um, I have not. Yeah, that's why. It the original is is so much better the broadway adaptation so so much better but yes um into the woods is one um uh you could probably compare it to the one that just came out in the heights
2: okay okay well you know in the heights was i liked in the heights but it was it was kind of slow you didn't like it alex i didn't like it yeah it was it kind of got slow towards like the middle of it i think
3: we haven't finished it because we couldn't get through it
2: yeah it was it was kind of like loki episode three to me like that <laughs> was kind of slow character development you know i felt like it and then like at the end it picked up like i liked the beginning of in the heights and i like the end of beginning the heights it was just like the middle that was kind of it. so um so you gave it what a Seven and a half. Seven and a half yeah okay, i'm gonna go ahead and give it a seven Jen, what are you gonna give it
3: oh i give it an eight just because i love the music from it alone
2: uh huh. Do you do you like? Do you say that you you find yourself playing the soundtrack?
3: I know the entire soundtrack. Like I can pick it up. Like um, one of the songs, one of the songs from Enchanted. They have a a Hawaiian version of it playing in the elevator at Alani and I knew it as soon as I walked in. And I'm like, that's from Enchanted. So I know the music very well. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's good music.
2: Let's get to the his on Enchanted. Enchanted is a 2007 live-action Walt Disney Pictures
0: fantasy rom-com. This comedy pokes fun at Disney princess tropes, as well as honoring classic Disney stories. It tells the story of a Disney princess who's transported to New York City, where she discovers that her strength and courage can allow her to save herself from her wicked stepmother. Enchanted helped catapult Amy Adams into a leading lady, as well as give Patrick Dempsey a break from his normal drama role. With the recently announced Disney Plus sequel, disenchanted this well-loved movie will be able to chant more families to come
2: so disenchanted right Mm -hmm. i think once again we talked about you know having disney plus being a platform for some of these other live action disney movies this things that are not going to go straight to the theater i think this is like a perfect example it's like uh it's like a step up from straight tv exactly it's like in the middle Mm -hmm. right it's like not straight to tv but it's not like you know uh, theater, but it's Disney Plus, which is kind of like I feel. I mean, if you look at some of the Star Wars stuff that's on Disney Plus, I mean, it's really movie quality stuff. So this is gonna be like movie quality, but it's just not. You're not gonna spend you know twenty dollars or thirty bucks with your family to go to the movie theater. You know, spend like you know like fifty bucks on food. This is something that you would be able to enjoy in your house.
3: I find it interesting that, um, this is something that they've already announced on Disney plus yet. The original is not on there. So, and I just looked and, um, you're right. It's like on YouTube and, uh, what was the other ones, you know, um, Google play, Apple TV, voodoo, Amazon prime video, you know, all for 399 to rent it. But it's very interesting that it's not on there. And it was, it's not even like it's a Disney acquired film. You know, this was was produced by disney so i'm wondering what's going on unless they're holding it back specifically for the release of disenchanted
2: that might be it It might be kind of like a package thing you mean
3: well or you know hey watch enchanted and then you know a week later disenchanted comes out
2: yeah i was kind of disappointed that it wasn't on disney plus because i saw it a long time ago right um so i definitely remember patrick dempsey this is not like a normal role, role for him. I think mm-hmm. this is the time where he was kind of on Grey's Anatomy, mm-hmm. very dramatic, you know, and this, this is not, when I saw him in this role, I thought it, it was different for him, for sure.
0: Enchanted was written by Bill Kelly, who also wrote another popular romantic comedy, Blast from the Past. He wrote the screenplay in the mid-90s when raunching comedies like American Pie and There's Something About Mary were box office hits. His original screenplay did not fit Disney and was pitched to DreamWorks and 20th Century Fox. The original script was rated R, having to do with the princess finding herself in Chicago and befriending strippers on the way to a bachelor party. Kelly eventually met with Disney, the master of princess movies, who saw the potential in the story. Disney ended up outbidding the other companies for the right to produce the film, paying $450,000. Disney knew that with some changes, this could become a clever family-friendly comedy that would hit a lot of demographics, the new and the old Disney fans alike. After Kelly turned his screenplay from an R comedy to a PG family comedy, Disney tried to get the film into production, but multiple issues tied up the film from ever getting off the ground floor. Rob Marshall was all set to direct Enchanted, but when the project stalled, he moved on to direct the hit Chicago. Disney then hired John Turtletop, best known for Three Ninjas, Cool Runnings, and While You Were Sleeping. The film was greenlit in 2001, with the opening animated sequence being put together at the Disney Studios in Paris. Later that year in May, Disney's Pearl Harbor film did terrible in the box office. To be followed by Atlantis' The Lost Empire, Doing just as bad in June. Disney Studios head Peter Schneider resigned and this prompted Disney feature animation head Thomas Schumacher to shut down Enchanted, worried about making another big budget blunder. The shutdown of Enchanted resulted in the co-director of Pocahontas, Eric Goldberg, walking away from the project. He was hired to supervise the movie's animation. Enchanted was set to be the first attempt at live action combined with animation since Who Framed Roger Rabbit in 1988. John Turtletob also left the project, not wanting to sit around and wait, which ended up allowing him to direct the future Disney hit National Treasure. In 2004, Disney hired another director, Andy Shankman, but again shut it down after deciding the introduction animation would make the movie too expensive to produce. Andy Shankman would then be used to direct one of Disney's top 2005 films, The Pacifier.
3: Have either of you seen The Pacifier?
0: I have not. That's with Vin Diesel, right? It's not with Vin Diesel. It's with Vin Diesel with hair.
2: No, he does not have hair in that one. Does he? Does, doesn't he? I don't know. I'm oh no, longer. I'm thinking the one where he was a lawyer. The, maybe it's not even Vin Diesel. It is. It is? Yeah, yeah. Uh so this movie had some issues. Yeah, yeah. Right? Almost
3: didn't happen, it sounds like, multiple times.
2: Yeah, and for sure, like we were talking about Pearl Harbor. I didn't even know that was a Disney movie. Yeah, me either. And, and yeah, and it flopped, for I, sure. And
0: you know what? It was really hard for me not to say it bombed. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna I am gonna defend that movie.
2: What? Only because Ben Affleck, come on.
3: No, 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 no. Not that part of it. Not not the whole the the you've never seen it? No. Joe, I think I borrowed it from your mom. Maybe. I haven't
2: seen that movie either. It's like five hours long. Five hours with Ben Affleck.
3: (laughs) Um the it's not that, it's the action sequence that's kind of um I like, you know, the actual, the attack on Pearl Harbor. I, I felt like Michael Bay did a good job with that, but I can't watch it in this house. I can't, they make fun of me. I can't <laughs> even get through the opening <laughs> sequence before. And and of course, having just gone to Pearl Harbor as in leading up to that, we've talked about this movie and it just, they just make fun of me so bad. And, and he'll quote the movie and he'll just say dumb things. And then he's got my kids doing it and forget it. No, no, so I guess call it a guilty pleasure.
2: Yeah. Three, I mean, Three Ninjas. I like that movie. I love movie. Three Ninjas. And, and Cool Runnings. Said, Never saw it. Steve just said it's a terrible movie. Oh, my gosh. I love gosh. Three Ninjas. I
0: love Three Ninjas growing up.
2: Cool Runnings is a great movie. Cool
0: Runnings is amazing. And then he went on to do National Treasure.
2: Oh, man. That's a
3: good movie. The first one.
2: No, I love all of them. I love, I love all the National Treasure movies. You know, there's a series coming out on Disney Plus for that one. Oh, really? you yeah. like,
3: but the second one was just the first one, regurgitated.
2: No, it was not. <laughs> yes, it
3: really was.
0: <laughs>
2: but and the then, first one's good. I you got
0: Rob Marshall, who ended up directing Chicago. So they had some heavy hitting directors set up to do this movie. Yeah, imagine how different the movie would have been if these directors had their hands on it. It's well, crazy. It would have
2: been very different? Yeah, I, I think probably, I, I don't think it would have been what it is right now. Yeah, which I think it's good for for what it is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, I what, what I find interesting is, you know, I feel like. You sit there and you make a movie, right? You say you're a director, you make a movie, it's good, right? And then you make another movie, it's good, right? You make another movie, it's good, and also you make one movie. Like you expect every, do people really expect every mm-hmm. movie that that director makes to be a good movie? Yes, I do. Think, come on, man. You you, you you you're gonna go ahead and miss the target every once in a while, right? Yeah, yeah. you right. Everyone's gonna miss the target. Even like the best people in the world, are not gonna create something good every time, right? So I don't understand why it's like, oh, you made a bad movie, you're out. Mm-hmm. Like why? Why are people so unforgiving?
3: Because there are, for that one person that is, you know, hitting them out of the park as soon as he strikes out with one, there are no less than 50 people who are starting to make names for themselves that are, you know, up and coming, innovative, anything like that, that are more than willing and hungry to take your place. So you have to consistently put out those hits or else that's going to happen. Yeah, So, but it and w- it's not, and he had more than one that were, you know, kind of bad. So,
0: yeah look at
2: Look at uh, M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> he made like, what, two good movies? He's, his movies are always hit and miss.
0: Early on in Enchanted's attempt at production, Disney had decided that the first 20-minute sequence that was to be animated had to come off as legitimate. They wanted to replicate the old Disney look with bright colors, rich details, and the classic personality. The issue now is Disney didn't do any of that, opting to use CGI for their animation. This is why the opening sequence was deemed too expensive to produce, since they would have to hire a company to produce it. After Glenn Keane, Disney Master Animator, showed his test footage for Rapunzel Unbraided, which went on to become Rapunzel, Disney decided that CGI could be used for the opening 20 minutes of Enchanted and quickly began production again in 2005. They hired James Baxter, known for Lion King and Beauty and the Beast, to handle the animated sequence to replicate the classic Disney look. They hired Kevin Luma to direct, who had already directed Disney hits like Tarzan and 102 Dalmatians. The cast started to come together, Susan Sarandon as the evil stepmother Queen Narissa, and Julie Andrews as the narrator. Timothy Spall played the Queen's lackey, James Morrison played Prince Edward, and Idita Menzel played the girlfriend of the lead male role, Robert. One of the only characters to stay animated past the beginning 13 minutes is Giselle's psychic Pip the Chipmunk. This animal was created with CGI. During production, director Lima would sit off camera and speak in a high-pitched voice, giving the actors an idea as to what the voiceless character was trying to say. The production team liked it so much, Luna ended up being used for Pip's actual voice during the animated scene. The lead male role, Robert, a single father, was played by Patrick Dempsey. He wanted to do something positive and non-violent, something he could watch with his young daughter, something way different than Grey's Anatomy. He was so famous for Grey's Anatomy that fans of his made shooting scenes difficult while filming in New York. The lead role, Giselle, was difficult for Luna to talk the Disney execs into. They wanted a known star to be the princess, but Luna loved what he saw from Amy Adams' audition. Some of the stars Disney execs wanted were Reese Witherspoon or Kate Hudson, but eventually Luna was able to convince them otherwise, giving Amy her first lead role. Amy Adams was a novice singer working dinner theaters and local plays, but once she landed the role, she wanted to make sure Disney didn't try to bring in someone to provide the singing parts. It was very common practice for animated movies to have an actor provide the voice for the character. While another person provides the singing, Amy didn't want a chance of this to happen, so she took voice lessons before production started.
3: I love Amy Adams. <laughs> That's
2: exactly what world. I was gonna say. I was mm-hmm. gonna say, I love it. A- Amy Adams. I think she's like, yeah. you know, I don't think she's like, she's not like a supermodel, I guess. She just looks like a normal person, I guess you can say. Right. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Like the girl next door, I guess you can You know, say. she was born in Italy? I did not know that.
0: Yeah. How do you know that? Because I just did a history on them. Oh, okay. <laughs> I pulled up a Wikipedia page.
3: i couldn't imagine kate hudson or reese witherspoon in this role i just couldn't i feel like it was just made for her yeah um you know james marsden another one absolutely perfect campy over the top i I just the cast was great
0: and that had to be early in his career too who james marsden the prince okay that'd be early but honestly to give you to tell you a truth is when i watched this movie i didn't know who patrick dumpsey was you did not Dumpsey. know. No, I never. Dumpsy. Dumpsy. <laughs> <Dipsy. laughs> I don't know. Tell don't, us
3: how you really feel.
0: Uh, I don't. I didn't watch Grey's Anatomy, so I had no idea who he was. He's just some guy in the movie. He's when I watched this movie, I didn't watch this when it came out. I watched it later. I already knew who Amy Adams was. I already knew who James Marsden was. The person I didn't know in the movie was Patrick Dem- Patrick Dempsey.
2: Yeah, but the thing about this, if you watched it later, I mean, Grey's Anatomy was like super you know popular at the time when the movie came out right which probably the reason why obviously you didn't know, like you watched it later so patrick dempsey wasn't as popular mm-hmm. as when you watched it i guess right you're saying, yeah yeah right? exactly yeah which i think Grey's anatomy is still going on what is it like on it's like 50th season no it's not it's on like a lot it's no been, it it's, is it might no it's not like 50th this is like maybe 20th maybe or something like that and the show <laughs> i mean i never watched Grey's anatomy but you used to watch it all the time jen
3: I got through a few seasons, but I have a funny Patrick Dempsey story. So, you know, he's a he was a Formula One race driver. Right? He still was is, he really. I think
2: he still races. Wow. So I'm not sure if he, he's, he's Formula go, One because I know he comes over here to 24 hour race.
3: Right. So he, um, of course, the you know, the hospital, the local hospital here, the, the big one, the community one. He is uh, heavily affiliated with racing. Yeah. And so anytime people come in um, to town that are racing that are, are notorious. The hospital will try to snatch them up for a photo op, especially, you know, on the pediatric unit and whatnot. And so one night and they did it kind of unannounced to avoid issues. So of course, this is Pete Gray's anatomy. Patrick Dempsey shows up one night while I'm working and he, um, you know, goes up and does this thing on the Pete's floor and whatever, but the interns and the residents caught wind of it. And so there's this glob of interns standing at the door waiting for him to leave. And they're like, hi, I'm an, intern i'm a resident like like he's really a doctor like come on guys you're like mds and you're fangirling <laughs> trying it was just it was ridiculous to see them do that
2: that's kind of funny though he did he was he up there like oh this like throwing around like doctor terms was he in scrubs uh, was he in scrubs like can, I, need, I need some uh coffee stat
3: no not in scrubs no no i think he was just in regular street clothes
2: and why was he even there then he was promoting promoting racing because he's a driver and so he's he, Patrick. You know Dempsey. what?
0: He looks like a driver.
2: He does look like a driver. He doesn't look like a doctor.
0: He also looks. Like, he
2: also looks like a Patrick Dempsey, too. He does look like a Dempsey. <laughs> Alex was that was like that, like um, like in middle school, you know, like sixth grade. Like, hey, Patrick, like Patrick Dempsey, and Alex was like Dempsey. more, more like, like Dempsey. more
0: like Patrick Dempsey, Am I right?
2: <laughs> and another guy just like gives him like a high five, like his friend. <laughs> And then, you know, then 10 years later, he's like, in your face, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> this musical
0: has many great numbers, all written by Alan Minkin, best known for the songs from Beauty and the Beast, The Little Mermaid, Aladdin, and many more. Minkin brought in composer Stephen Schwartz, who had worked alongside Minkin in the past. Schwartz wrote hit musicals like Godspell, Pippin, and Wicked. With these two paired up, they cranked out the amazing soundtrack, which consisted of True Love's Kits, So Close. Happy working song, and that's how you know. All paying homage to classic Disney animated features. The film also had quite a wardrobe, from the princess gown worn by Amy Adams to the prince outfit worn by James Marsden. Costume designer Mona May had worked previously on Clueless and The Wedding Singer. She was a part of the project as early as animation production to help design the look of animated characters so it could be translated to real-life wardrobes. Mona designed a special prince outfit for James that needed to look cartoonish even after being brought to life. She added padding to the chest, crotch, and buttocks. This became helpful when James assisted that in a scene, where a biker was supposed to bump into him and fake fall, that the biker slams into him for real, which is a take used in the film. During production, there were multiple musical numbers that required many dancers. The biggest one was for That's How You Know. The shoot took 17 days and used 150 dancers and 300 extras. On October 20, 2007, Enchanted debuted, It was the first movie released under the Walt Disney Studios' motion picture name after Buena Vista Pictures' distribution was retired. It was distributed to almost 4,000 theaters in the U.S. and over 50 territories around the world. The movie topped the box office in many countries, including the U.K. and Italy. It earned $127 million in North America, an additional $212 million internationally. It later also became a top-selling DVD title. It was nominated for many awards, including Best Song for Motion Picture at the Grammys. Best Actress, and Best Original Song at the Golden Globes, and Best Original Song at the Academy Awards. With the great reception and ongoing love for this movie, it was greatly appreciated when in February 2020, Steven Schwartz acknowledged ongoing meetings regarding a sequel. In December 2020, Disney officially announced an Enchanted sequel called Disenchanted, which will be released to Disney+. Plus. Amy Adams, Patrick Dempsey, James Marsden, and Idina Menzel have all been confirmed to be returning to reprise their roles. It has also been confirmed that Maya Rudolph, Yvette Nicole Brown, and Jemma Mays have all been signed on to play the film's villains. The film is set to take place 10 years after
2: Enchanted ended. So it has like a lot of famous people in it. Oh, yeah. Which is can
0: crazy. That di- is going right to Disney Plus.
3: Can you imagine the amount of money Adina Menzel costs now? Yeah. On the heels of Enchanted? No, you know,
0: maybe she's nice and she she gives them a Disney Plus discount. I'm sure they pay
2: it in pretty all of them, pretty nice. And you, why are you surprised, man?
0: Because you think if they put this many people in it, they just put in theaters. But it's such,
2: but you know, I think that Disney Plus is such a great. I mean, look at Loki, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. Todd Hiddleston is in it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's a really famous actor. Is that Loki? Yeah, it's Loki. He's only famous for Loki. Yeah, and there's a whole bunch of other famous, like Owen Wilson's in it. Yeah. So they have money to pay people. It's not like they're, you know, they're not going to go. I, I think it's going to be I, pretty much everything that so far that I've seen on Disney Plus mm-hmm. is very, very high quality. Yeah. It's not like, you know, straight to TV for sure. What do you think, Jen? Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. I'm, I'm kind of surprised. I'm wondering, have they announced, is this just a regular one or is this a premium one?
0: They have announced any of that yet.
3: So I wouldn't be surprised with the um, the actors that they've cast if it's a premium one. And I'll be honest with you, this will be the first premium one that I'll I'll uh, watch. I'll pay for and watch.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, you know that I, you know di- there's been rumors of Disney Plus obviously pay, like, charging more for Disney Plus, and I would I would pay more for Disney Plus. I would for sure pay more for Disney Plus. I mean, the stuff that's on there is great. It's on my TV. I'd say if my TV is on,
0: seventy percent of the time it's Disney Plus.
2: Yeah. I mean, when, and it's such, it's family friendly, you know, if you don't have a, it's just so, it's just so good. And I'm a big fan of Netflix too. I love, I, I love Netflix and I love Disney Plus. I don't need anything else to tell you the truth. I like, I like how I can sit there and Disney Plus have these, you know, these TV series now that are coming on there. What's that new one that's, uh, that has the guy from Arrested Development? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, yeah. Like the brother that's, he's, he's like the main star. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Benedict Society. is that I have it? no idea. It's, it's, it's a I, weird title. Yeah, we haven't seen that yet, but I we can't. I can't wait to watch yeah, it. Yeah, I want to watch know? it too. Uh, I think that's gonna be great. It's just so many good things on Disney Plus, and this is gonna be one of those that I'm gonna be. I, I would I would pay a premium to watch this one too. But oh, guess yeah. what? You know, it, in order, I think that in order for me to pay a premium, it has to come with Enchanted. I want to watch the first one before I watch the sequel. Yeah,
0: you're right. They gotta figure out we get Enchanted on there.
2: Uh, so going back
0: to the history here, James Marsden. I love that scene when he's seeing and he gets ran over by the bicyclists. And it's yes. so funny that that happened for real, that he actually got <laughs> ran over for realsies. But that is one of the best scenes of the whole movie, I think.
3: It is. I, it, there's there's just, I don't have anything negative to say about this movie. It's really just, it's one of those things that just makes me happy.
0: I didn't know Alan Menken did the music. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah,
2: he's a Disney icon right there.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: It kind of makes sense that the music's so good once you realize that, you know?
2: Exactly. And it's been like so many, it was up for so many awards.
0: Yes, it was. It, I mean, it didn't win that many. Um, I they were remember. nominated at least. They that's were like, nominated like, for a good. lot. Yeah. yeah, usually when a Disney movie is nominated for that many uh, original scores or original songs, you know, something's going on there.
2: And when what it was up against.
0: Yeah, that's a good question because it had to lose to somebody and maybe it lost the same person over and over.
3: Is there a release date for Disenchanted?
2: No, I don't think so. So did any of you guys own it on DVD? Jen, did you own I, it on DVD? Of course I do. So you have it then?
3: I do. Do you so, need to borrow it? So
2: I could. Well, I mean, it would have been kind of helpful a couple of hours ago. I couldn't keep it at your house.
3: I, I didn't. I'm not a mind reader. No, I, I didn't know. know that you didn't have it. I mean, your mother has every movie known to man.
2: That's true, but I don't think she has that one. I I don't know if we
3: have
0: it because I feel like we watched the last couple years and we're not going to go all crazy looking for it unless I unless it's on my computer and I borrowed it from the Internet.
2: Quick fire, quick facts. Let's go. Paige
3: O'Hara, who voiced Belle in Beauty and the Beast, played a soap opera actress who appeared briefly on TV.
2: As of 2021. Rotten Tomatoes has tallied the film at an overall 93% approval rating. You know, this is
0: quick fire, quick facts, right?
2: Well, that'd be fine.
0: (laughs) Judy Kuhn, who was the singing voice of Pocahontas, was Robert's pregnant neighbor.
3: 11 versions of Giselle's dress were made for filming, each made of 200 yards of silk satin and other fabric and weighing approximately 40 pounds.
2: Jodie Benson, who voiced Ariel in The Lone Mermaid, played Robert's assistant Sam. (laughs) Hey, you
0: didn't mess up. Good job.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Adams and Dempsey took dance classes together for their big ballroom scene.
0: Susan Sarandon had gone through a five-hour process to put on all the prosthetic pieces that would change her appearance, including a dental appliance, to make it look like she was missing teeth, to transform her into the old hag. Old hag. I, I was thinking, like, can I use old hag? Should I change it to a different word? But I couldn't figure out what else to change it to.
3: I love that there were so many princesses in it. It's kind of like that little prequel to like Wreck-it Ralph when they were all yep. in that, you know, the Wreck-it Ralph sequel. To have the only one that I knew of was Jodie Benson. So um,
2: it's kind
0: of cool that they did that for sure. I think yeah,
3: that's really neat.
0: We here at Disney love the movie Enchanted. It is amazing comedy for all types of Disney fans. It pokes fun at Disney while also paying respect to the movies from the past. Giselle is a great role model for girls everywhere, proving that women don't need a prince to come save them. They can take matters into their own hands and write their own stories. Ever roll out of bed and feel like being a little bad? Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company has you covered with their Villain Wax Melt line. The Sea Hag Melt will have you wanting to use that body language like Ursula with its bouquet of roses, lily, lilacs, and sweet violets with undernotes of musk. If you feel like you're going to have a meltdown like Hades, throw in the wax melt ruler of the underworld, which will fill your home with smells of lavender, rosemary, lemon verbena, cinnamon, coriander, leather, amber, and hints of smoke. Or if you just feel like you are just the evilest one of all, get yourself the mistress of evil melt. These Maleficent inspired melts will release a woodsy scent with its crisp pine needles, white fir, clove, patchouli, oak, and sugar pine. No matter how you're feeling, make sure to visit MagicallyScented.com to purchase a wide range of wax melts, candles, and room sprays, all made by 3 Cheeky Chicks. There are plenty of holiday sales that will allow you to buy any smell that fits your attitude. That's 3 Cheeky Chicks at MagicallyScented.com. Hey, ready to do memories? Yep, let me play the new memory song.
2: Oh, maybe that's what you were saying in chat, is that you have a new memory song. I was saying, I did say that.
0: But yeah. I just wanna tell you about my memories. Gonna keep you entertained. Rode on Thunder Mount. Road on Haunted Mansion. Road on Dumbo and Carousel. Road on Space Mountain. Road on Mind Train. Hope you liked
2: my memories. I don't know about that one, man. <laughs> Thunder Mount? Space Mount? I said mountain. No, you did not. <laughs> yes, did I said you? you said Mount. You said I did not mountain. say mount. Get out of here. Are we gonna go
0: on Thunder Mountain today?
2: on <laughs> Space
0: What happened? I recorded like four times, and I think this is the fourth time I just didn't say it, I guess. So... You just called it Mount? <laughs>
3: OK, so this is how I envision this is Alex is like in the kitchen, it's cleaning, awesome. cleaning up after lunch or something like that. And then, you know, Rick Astley comes on the radio and he just starts singing over it like this little ditty. And it comes into his head and he runs out to the studio and flips everything on and starts recording it. Real like, quick.
2: I think I got something good here. He's like taking notes. <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: Oh, yeah.
0: This you is know, good. That has happened in the past. But no, it didn't happen this time.
2: So you know how we were talking about earlier, how some directors, you know, they sit there and they make something good, <laughs> right? And they make something good, and then eventually it gets to a point where it's just kind of like, eh, you kind of missed the mark on one. This yeah, might yeah. be the one that you missed the mark. I don't know.
0: This file might have to get lost.
2: Yeah, can, we can play it just one time and then put it somewhere nice, deep. So in the that's closet. it.
3: There, there's your strike one, strike two.
2: I mean, you might you're be out, have to man. Resign. No, yeah. What? It's not baseball rules. It's two strikes and you're out. No, no. <laughs> That's not how they do it in the movie industry. So, okay, Jen, you got a memory?
3: I do. I actually have a sweet memory with this movie. So um, my daughter was in Girl Scouts for like 10 plus years, and we had... Um, almost like a farewell trip. They were all in high school, you know, everybody's doing different things, but we wanted to do one last fun little trip with them. And so we took them to um, the Disney resort in Hilton Head for the weekend. And it was um, just kind of a cool little fun, you know, low tech kind of trip. But when we were going over movies and at that resort, you there's like a, a checkout area in the gift shop where you go and you pick your movie. And so we were kind of just rattling some things off and we said, enchanted all the girls flipped out. These are like 16 year old girls. So they all flipped out. They have to watch this movie. So I go down to the gift shop, get it. And we all sit and we watch it together and you figure they were all around four to five years old when this came out and they knew every lyric to every song they're up, they're singing, they're dancing and stuff like that and that's actually the last time I watched it and so it's just like a nice fun memory because it's kind of like closure of their you know little troupe and everything like that so, so it's pretty cool.
2: So does that mean you're never going to watch it again because that was your last memory so you don't want to ruin it anymore? No. <laughs> that was, maybe that was like your special memory. It means I'm done. I'm done. I don't need to come back and watch it It's anymore. locked. <laughs> yeah it's locked. <laughs>
3: Sorry we can never watch it again. Yeah uh,
2: that's a cool memory though for sure. That, do you think she's watched it uh, since then?
3: No, I don't think so. And not because not because of any specific reason.
2: Mhm. Okay, well my memory is the last time I watched it was probably like 12 years ago and I think uh, well it was my in-laws, my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law they were getting married. So we were at a hotel somewhere and it was on TV and we watched it. And I was like, "Oh, this is this is a fun little watch." You know, it was just a cool cuz we watched it. It was it was um Right after we were done watching it, we went out to the pool, and my uh, my my wife's family was all there. We were just all chilling by the pool, and it was just a good, good little memory. And That was the last time I watched it. Cause I was I wish I would have watched it. I wish it wasn't twelve years ago. I wish it was a little bit sooner because it it is a good movie. It's a cute little movie for sure.
0: Yeah,
3: you can take that ten minute drive and come pick it up if you want.
2: And then we can redo the whole episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll start working on another memory song.
2: Yeah. Do you need to
0: go on a trip? Do you hate the hassle of organizing a vacation? Well, say Hakuna Matata and call Matthew over at Travel by Chewy. He is an expert who can arrange itineraries from a relaxing Hawaiian getaway to an exciting theme park adventure. The best part is his services are free. Call him at 507-261-9773. That was 507-261-9773. And just let him know Diz has sent you. Hey this is AJ for the D Plus Club, where we cover all things Disney Plus. Each week I'll bring you the latest news and rumours, as well as what's new and what's coming soon to the Disney streaming service in the US and in the UK. And each week we have a weekly movie club, where between July 5th and July 11th we'll be covering the film The Lion King, but not just the original animated film, we'll also be covering the live action film too. Share your thoughts in the Weekly Movie Club room in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord. And I'll feature some of your comments in this week's podcast. You can find the D-Plus Club on all major podcasting platforms with new episodes every Sunday.
2: This is, this is, this review, review. So last week was Rocketeer. Mm-hmm. Did any of you guys watch it? I did not. Okay, how about you, Jen? Did you watch it?
3: I did not. Have, have you I, have you seen the movie though? I have. It's been years. It's one of my dad's all time favorite movies. Really? Oh, really? I've seen it. Yeah.
2: So I've, never seen it. Why is it? Well, I would definitely watch it because you know it is a classic movie, right? So I would even after this, I would definitely go ahead and give it a watch just to watch it because it's the Rocketeer. I remember growing up, like it was big. Like I mean, it was promoted everywhere. It was like a big movie. And uh, why was it your dad's favorite movie, Jen? You know, um,
3: probably just the just the like mid-century feel of it. You know, like anything having to do with that kind of era time frame, Um, he's all about. In fact, that's why I asked you if you were a D23 member. It wasn't because of the upcoming stuff that they announced about D23. It was because there's a special Rocketeer pin set that you can only get if you're a D23 member. And he had reached out to me and was like, hey, are you that? And I'm like, I don't think I am. So
2: he can just join it. Why is it, I mean, you, it gives you probably a whole bunch of pins, right? Because it's a whole set. And yeah.
3: Um, I just didn't know if you had to do the paid option to be able to purchase that stuff.
2: Well, I think it's like, so When I did do it a couple of years ago, right? And it was like $100. And they and that pin set, I would say, that they send you is worth $100 in itself. I mean, they, I mean, the pin set that I got has about like 12, 15 pins in it, I think. It has a lot of pins in it. Did you get one too, Alex? No, I remember getting those pins. Oh, well, I got pins. Um, but, uh, the Rocketeer, that's cool. Um, so, so it's a whole set of the Rocketeer pins? Yes. Did you look it up?
3: I didn't look it up. Um, they're they're probably pretty cool. I have since joined as a free D23 member. Oh, really? Yeah, so. Uh,
2: but the movie, I enjoyed the movie. I was expecting it. See, I didn't, this is my first time watching it. So you did watch it? Yeah, I did watch it. Yeah, This is my first time watching it. And I was expecting, like, the Rocketeer to be some type of, like, superhero where Mm -hmm. he was going around, like, you know, uh, saving people like doing like you know in a city and he's like saving people saving the day type of thing but that's not the case which i was kind of surprised but it was a good movie you know it was him pretty much you know um he was kind of like a a trick um pilot i guess you can say what do they call those pilots that are kind of go to like shows and stuff like that and they do like you know they do like sh- i don't know they yeah do tricks in the planes
0: i'm trying to think of the name of it someone with an a right air i don't know but he I,
2: he was that you know and they and then he came across this like rocket pat that was like mm-hmm. from the uh, fbi and pretty much what it came about to be was that the nazis pretty much have this like technology to pretty much make all their their the Nazis fly like their troops fly right and it was going to be hard to stop them because they're all flying around like the the, the troops you know I, I was I was like man wouldn't that be cool if they had like this it was like throwing some like Easter egg and it was like Stark Industries were kind of creating this thing yeah I, I think that'd be kind of awesome and I actually think t- Tony Stark's dad's name what's Tony do you, do you guys know Tony Stark's dad's name
3: it is wow <sighs>
2: put me on the spot. <laughs> not on my head no. Howard, uh so I think that's the guy who created it though. But it was obviously not Howard Stark. It was, mm-hmm. I think that was the guy's name who created like that uh uh the rocket in the in the movie. Howard oh. Hughes. What do you mean?
0: Okay, so you're looking it up right now? Well, I have it up, but I also watched a YouTube on the video because mm-hmm. I was, I wanted to make sure I knew about the movie. So there's a whole bunch of actors in this. The girl from oh, Labyrinth yeah. is
2: in it? Oh, oh man, the, Jennifer Connelly?
0: Yeah, the girl from Labyrinth is in it. Yeah. Alan Arkin is in it and he has hair. Yeah. Uh, Paul Servino is in it and he plays the mobster that turns on his boss. Yeah, yeah, his he, boss has Timothy Dalton who was 007 at some point. Yep. Yeah. And then Terry O'Quinn is Howard Hughes in the movie. Yeah. He's playing Howard Hughes. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
3: Oh, really? Yeah, and, it's
2: from, from Lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. He's in Lost from Lost. He's in a, a whole bunch of mo- um, um, actors and actresses mm-hmm. in mm-hmm.
0: it. And then director Joe Johnston which is funny you said Marvel you know he directed Captain America: First Winter Soldier. first uh, uh, I did not know that. First Avenger, which is very similar to this because it's a guy going fighting Nazis, yeah, just like Rocketeer.
2: Yeah, yeah. And find it funny. Like when I was sitting there, I was like, wouldn't that be cool if like Stark Tech was like industries was in this, right? And oh, and all of a he's like Howard. I was like, oh man, what Howard? That's like uh, um, Tony Stark's dad's name. Yeah,
0: because he's supposed to be based off of Howard Hughes as well, isn't he? Tony I Stark's guess. dad, I imagine.
2: I, I mean, I it's guess from the
0: same time frame as Howard Hughes as well.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but uh, Jennifer Connelly, man, and she's in the movie The Labyrinth, and uh, that's a great movie. There's a fight scene in it, right? And in, in the fight scene, it kind of reminds me of Princess Bride. The guy, like, uh, reminds me of the one guy, um, uh, the guy who says, "You uh, know, you killed my father. Prepare to die." Mm-hmm. You know, it, it. The whole scene looks like Princess Bride, and it, it looks like the actors are kind of playing that part. If you haven't watched this movie, it's a, a Disney like, iconic no. movie.
0: I want to watch it eventually, but I'll have to watch it by myself. That's for sure.
2: Oh, yeah. She don't want to watch it. Nah. She'll go to bed like 10 minutes (laughs) into it.
0: (laughs) On Tuesday evenings, join Joe and I along with Remy from Remy's Roundtable and Chris from the No New Friends podcast as we Twitch stream. The three of us join forces to bring you an hour and a half of good fun and games on Diz Journey. Find us on Twitch at dizhis 65
1: Niels wants to know. This is Niels from Capturing Disney Parks. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram. That's at Capturing Disney Parks. So for this month's Niels wants to know, I would like to know what the first Walt Disney World attraction was that you ever rode. Or at least the first one you can remember. Also, what was the last one you rode? Let's go. Okay. Uh, I have. I,
0: I don't know the first one I rode, but I have a I have a picture of me. And it's from when I was a little kid. Uh, my mom took me to Disney right before I had surgery on my on my ear cuz my ear was deformed. So we went to went says so like so we we went to Disney and it was raining the whole time. So a picture of me with a, like one of those uh wet coats or whatever what do you call them? Oh,
2: a poncho. poncho. Poncho, thank
0: you. And I'm riding carousel. So it's not the first ride I rode of course, but it's just the one I remember riding and I don't remember ever going earlier than that. So.
2: Okay, how about your last one?
0: Uh, last one. God, that's hard to say. I can't remember which park was my last park to go to. It had to be before COVID. I,
2: I really have no idea. Okay. okay. How about you, Jen? How about your first one?
3: So my first one was, it's one of two. I'm sure it was the same day and the memories are kind of entangled. Um, it was either People Mover or it was Space Mountain. It was one or the other because Space Mountain was my first big roller coaster. I remember being scared, um, and I have this vivid memory of standing in the queue waiting for it, and I was eight. So, but I'm pretty sure that the very first time we walked into the park, we went right to the People Mover. Okay. So it was one or the other, and my last ride, it was prob, it was something at Studios. So and it wasn't, I don't think it was Rise. It might have been Rise. Was it Slinky? It might have been Slinky. It was either Rise or uh Toy Story, Midway Mania. It was it was it was at studios was
2: okay. my last one. Oh you Joe. Okay. My first ride, Small World. I remember riding with my grandfather. Mm-hmm. It was really, you know, a good memory that I've had I had with him and I shared with my son also. My son's first ride was Small World. My last ride was Big Thunder Mountain. I remember going on with Trevor and your son Jen. We were like on the way out. I think um, wasn't sure if Mel uh, was going to take a picture of like Rapunzel, and so we were kind of like they were waiting, they were in line, and we were like, "Hey, let's go go on Thunder Mountain." I think right it was away. Winnie. I think it was. I think it was winning the Pooh. Oh, uh, maybe. Well, I don't think so. I think it was because Rapunzel was over by kind of close to Thunder Mountain.
3: It was, it was Rapunzel because I was there
2: mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> and I remember now you guys split off. It was at a moonlight magic. Yeah. You guys split off and you went to ride thunder and Mel and my daughter and I stood in line for the picture with the, um, the light up Rapunzel, oh, the lantern. Yeah, but Rapunzel was there. Yeah. And so, yeah, Rapunzel and Flynn Rider were there because it was a special event. That's awesome.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so we rode big, big Thunder.
3: So we rode, yeah, that was
2: I think we even rode it night. twice. I don't think there was like any weight. We just like went on it and we got off and went right, right on it again. I do not even think that, I'm not even sure if they even had us go around. Mm-hmm. I think they were like, you guys really? went on again, yeah. I think I would have
0: I
1: skipped Big Thunder to take a picture of Rapunzel and
2: Flynn Rider. Yeah, it's you though. <laughs> <laughs>
1: My first Walt Disney World attraction was Toy Story Mania in July 2018. The last attraction I wrote was in the summer of 2019 Slinky Dog Dash. A coincidence that both are Toy Story Land rides. Talking about Toy Story, what did Bo Peep say when Buzz caught her and Woody in bed? Well, you know the title of the Toy Story theme song. Bye bye!
3: Oh, my God.
1: Wait, hold on. We're
2: we'll playing again. Oh, I, didn't you catch, didn't ca- I didn't catch that one. <laughs> I w- listen, I was so confused. Guess what? Steve, <laughs> Steve's <laughs> last ride was Slinky Dog in 2019. Oh, yeah. Neal's was Slinky Dog. are if they were on the same thing together? And they didn't even know it. I know. They could have been sitting right next to each other, Steve and Neal's.
1: Yeah, they couldn't hold their hands the whole time.
2: <laughs> hey, Steve, were you holding hands with someone?
1: <laughs> what did Bo Peep say when Buzz caught her and Woody in bed? Well, you know the title of the Toy Story theme song. Bye-bye. You got a friend? Oh, man. Is oh. It You've
2: got a friend in oh. me? <laughs> Niels. Oh, my
0: God. <laughs> 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 oh, that's funny. And You know what's sad? is I wish I could remember these things so I go inside and can tell my wife, but I never remember any of them because I'm so ba- <laughs> such a bad memory. That's a pretty funny joke. Yeah, I got I had to mentally remember that one. Want to be entered into a drawing for a chance to watch Black Widow for free? Join our Patreon for as low as $2 a month for your chance to win. This summer's action-packed Marvel movie is, of course, a must-see. Join our Patreon and support our show, as well as get early access to episodes, extra content, our awesome member-only chat room, and giveaways. Just go to Patreon.com and search DizHiz. That's Patreon.com, search DizHiz. Winners will be announced July 8th.
2: Jen, what did you do in the world of Disney?
3: Um, Well, Disney took a decent chunk of my money this week.
2: Did oh, no. That? Why? You going on <laughs> the cruise?
3: No. Uh, It's funny. We were talking about that. Yes, we are going on the cruise. Oh. We just haven't booked it yet. But we are going. We're just trying to figure out um, rooms and what we're going to do here. We were actually just talking about that right before I came in here to record. So, I mean, definitely count us in. Um. My husband's trying to talk us into concierge. So, oh really? Yeah, but if we're con the problem is is that if we're concierge, you can't come up there with us. So that kind of defeats the what point, right? Why not? Because I think that you can only go in the lounge when you have your when you're staying there. Well, I don't know. But I'm it's right the next to
2: door- I'm right next to a concierge room. You should just book that room
3: and then just give you the room key. Hmm.
2: I don't know. I'm the saying. <laughs> but for you, so I'm, for my 40th birthday, 2022, we're going on a wish. Uh, we have Steve has booked, thanks to Travel by Chewy. Chewy booked him. Um, a couple of my friends. I mean, this, it's going to be a nice, it's going to be a good time for sure. I can't wait on a pretty much like a brand new boat. I'm trying to get Alex to go, but I'm not sure how that's gonna <laughs> um, sorry, oh, Jeff, right. going to work. Sorry, Jen. Keep on going.
0: If you get enough people there, you should try and do a live
2: uh, Disney episode. I might. I might. We might. Jen, what were, you, what were you saying? Sorry to cut you off. You're talking about the concierge saying that Disney's taking oh. a big chunk of your money.
3: <laughs> well, um, we have – so my son's birthday we're doing at Fort Wilderness. I told you that. So that's all booked up. And we splurged and got a um, golf cart. So that'll be fun. Oh, so that's cool. Are you thinking about doing that Yes, us? I am. Yep. So we did the golf cart, and then um, I've kind of been watching – Waiting to pull the trigger on my, um, you know, we were supposed to go, we were supposed to go to Disneyland on the way either there to Alani or on the way back because everything was just so uncertain. We cut that out. So I got that book this week. So we're actually staying at the Grand Californian in December. And oh, wow, so I'm that's pretty cool. Very, very excited about that.
2: Oh, that's awesome. So yeah. that'll
3: be that'll be good. There's um a lot of things like we'll be able to see my daughter reminded me today, the haunted mansion holiday oh, and everything all decorated. Yeah, well, I mean
0: Hey, you gotta record along? a ride through.
2: <laughs> yeah
3: yes so um so i did book that today uh also bought tickets to black widow i know we're going to talk about that um so that'll be our first in theater movie very excited to get back to normal with that um so yeah so disney took a big chunk of my money this week
2: real quick before you go did you watch loki
3: yes no best spo- no, episode no, uh, yet yeah
2: no spoil no no major spoilers but uh Definitely did you really watch cool. it? Yeah, I watched it. Did You watch the end credit Alex, scene.
3: Did you watch it? Yes. No,
2: I haven't watched it yet.
3: Oh, <gasps> you can't do that.
2: Did, there's there's I an know. end credit scene that you need to stay for. Yes. Okay, I'll, I won't leave my seat. <laughs> yeah. I mean, stay in your seat. Yeah, <laughs> don't leave
0: your seat. Yeah.
3: It was funny because um, we watched it. Last night. And so, you know, we kind of have our thing where we'll order out or we'll get Chick-fil-A or something and we watch it. Mm -hmm. And um, we kind of felt guilty because my son's not home this week. Oh, but we're not going to tell him we just watched it. And so (laughs) my daughter left the room. When it was over when the credits are playing and you know at my husband and i are just sitting there talking and then all of a sudden you know the end credit scene pops up and he he doesn't move fast and so i'm like stop it stop it you know trying to call my daughter back in the room and he does he just like takes his time yeah. fumbling with the remote i'm like just gotta stop so it was it was a good it was a good end credit scene it made me feel <laughs> a little better
2: He's kind of like uh, Alan and Alex are very similar in a way that they don't move very fast with what they do. <laughs> it's like Alex, you know, we're gonna go somewhere. And he's like takes twenty minutes to tie his shoe. It was hard, man. Yeah, okay. Tieing shoes are
0: hard.
3: I will say they are very.
2: Similar. I had to take like a break that. and
3: breathe
0: in between.
2: Like even between like you, what like you like pick up a lace, you gotta breathe. You gotta yeah. pick up the other lace and you gotta go and breathe. Uh-huh. Um, I thought I thought he was done jen like remember you said that you felt a little better after you watched the end credit scene Mm -hmm. i thought it was over for him
3: i um i am very 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 relieved and so you know i'm sitting there and as we're going through the episode i'm like you know giving the appropriate reactions and then um you know, Trevor was over last night, so mm-hmm. he watched it with us. And so, of course, when the show ends, I'm like, well, I don't like that anymore. And he's like, oh, so because something happened that you didn't like. No. Now the show sucks. I'm like, yeah, yeah. pretty much.
2: <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. Next Wednesday, I'll make
2: sure I watch it. You're going to watch this, the, this one tonight so we can talk about it. This one was I.
3: the this one was my favorite one so far.
2: Oh, I think so, too. I For mean, sure. it definitely. Uh... How about you, Joe? What'd you do? Oh, OK, well, I watched Loki. -hmm. Uh, Also, we had a game night, a Patreon game night. Oh yeah, we had it last Wednesday. We also did it again this Wednesday, or we're going to be doing them a couple more times this summer. Uh, It was a lot of fun. We played Jackbox together, and it was a good time. Watched Rocketeer. Also, did uh, I posted a Diz or that dat? I think we're going to call it Diz or dat now, right? It was Diz or that, but I posted it on our um, social media. And pretty much what what I do is pick. You have to pick one or the other, right? So this week, we had Great Movie Ride or Runaway Railway. We had Primetime Cafe or Sci-Fi Dine-In. We had Soul or Onward, Animal Kingdom Lodge or Wilderness, Alice in Wonderland or Alice from Alice in Wonderland or Mary Poppins. So I picked Runaway Railway. Primetime. Why? Why? Because, Why? because the Great Movie Ride is just... I like the Great Movie it's Ride. It's garbage. What, That's no, what we're No, looking no, no, for. no, no, no. It's not garbage. I liked the Great Movie Ride. But come on, man. This is so old. I need Runaway Railway. So new. And the tech, the tech's new. And Mickey Mouse needs his own ride. I'm not going to go ahead and be like, okay, you know something? You can have your own ride and then take it away just to put the old ride back. I'm not going to take it away from Mickey. Come on. So that's the reason why I picked um, the Runaway Railway. Primetime Cafe over Sci-Fi Diner. Agreed. I, I picked Onward over Soul. Agreed. That's because I'm a nerd. Uh, that's pretty much the only reason. I think Souls is a good movie. I think, but I'm I'm like D and D, you know. I'm, yeah. Even though I don't play D and D, I'm a nerd. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wilderness. I picked uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge over Wilderness. Yep. Right, because I like how you can kind of see the animals and stuff like that. And I picked Mary Poppins over Alice.
0: So ours is exactly the same except for the last person. You picked Alice. Yeah, I don't really care about Mary Poppins.
2: Why? I love Mary Poppins. For our music, for our, someone who likes musicals, how do you not like Mary Poppins? I don't. I don't know. I'm just don't. I don't love it. I don't know. Okay. So, Jen, out of those picks, what did you pick?
3: Um, Great Movie Ride. Yeah. Because it's one of my all-time favorites. And it's, um, it's one of my
2: favorites, too, but come on. i got to give you something new. Go ahead. Sorry.
3: Sci-fi, hands down. Over- I mean, Primetime Cafe is cool and all, but sci-fi, 100%. I'll take a res Even though the food is crap, I will take a <laughs> reservation there every time.
2: <laughs> That's funny.
3: It is. Tell me, it's not crap. It's, it's
2: all right. Very expensive. It's all right. It's all right. It's twenty dollar McDonald's. So why brothers. can I go there,
0: Jen? For the for the uh, ambiance. Ambiance. I
2: can get a good ambiance at prime time. You fit, you sit in like <laughs> grandma's kitchen. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But it's, and I guess it's funny, we're probably almost to the point where we're oversaturated with sci-fi at this point because I feel like we've eaten there several times since the parks have opened back up at least twice because we now kind of know the loop that goes over. And it's funny because my kids, that's one of their vivid memories of their childhood is eating at sci-fi. Mm-hmm. So like they remember little things of the cartoon and stuff like that, so. Mm.
2: Okay.
3: Uh, Soul. I did not care for Onward. Okay. Soul yeah. Soul was amazing. I will it's cry. It's because you're, it. you're not a nerd.
2: It's because you're not a nerd. But go ahead. Wilderness <laughs> is
3: my favorite resort um, on Disney World property. So that's a that's a no brainer. Okay. And Mary Poppins, yeah. obviously. Yep. Wow. You would Complete never opposite think, of me. You would never think anything else but Mary Poppins.
2: Yeah, and we had a bunch of people kind of share there. So if you want to go to our Instagram account or Twitter or Facebook, DizHis65. And you can kind of see what everyone else did. Um, so but thank you guys for sending it in. If you guys, uh, we do, we're, I'm going to be posting these every Wednesday. So if you want to go to our social media and go ahead and participate, that would be cool. And also real excited about next week, on our next week, our show, we are going to be giving away Black Widow. the yeah. You know, the Disney Plus uh, premiere package or whatever. So go ahead and tune in next week to see who won. And you can also join our Patreon to be in the um in the drawing. So go ahead and check us out at patreon.com. Diz his.
3: Are you planning on watching Black Widow when it comes out?
2: Uh, you know, I've I've said this. You can probably even go back and listen to to listen to me on the show. This is one of those movies where I said I would pay I would pay pay Disney Plus to watch it. I not I don't want to go I'm not really interested in this in this movie that much.
3: See, I've heard as a standalone Marvel movie, it's actually pretty good. Really? I'll let you know.
2: I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and watch it, but I'm not gonna. I, I'm not all going. I'm. It's. I'm cool with watching the movie at home, and not going to a movie theater. Me too. I can really. Tell you I can you ta- don't miss
3: that movie theater vibe at all. Um,
2: maybe a little bit. You know, I think like Avengers. Though, I I usually would go see movies in the movie theater. Big movies, Avengers. You know, the Harry Potter movies, Lord of the Rings, the pacifier, the pacifier. <laughs> for sure, I was like first one in line. <laughs> <laughs> no one else was there though.
3: I feel like we the majority of the time at the movies we were together.
2: Yeah, for the big movies, right? Right. And uh but you know, I can I can tell you though, because I know I'm kind of like a big guy overall, tall, right? The the old movie theaters, ugh, dude, I would not I would not go like after going to over what's the what's the movie theater up there called? Cobb. After going to the Cobb, like, I would never, ever go to another movie theater. Yeah. Because oh. you have your own space. No one's bothering you. you Recliners. You can, you can recline, whatever. And some of the other, like, movie theaters, man, I can barely even fit in the stupid seats. Even, like, on Space Mountain, I can barely even fit in the seat. I'm sitting there. i got like, hunched over, like, you know, like, I'm, like, I'm uh, just, I'm just, it's just, everything's so tiny. Not, I'm not, I'm not, like, this is not Italy, you know, back in the, you know, 1700s. That's, that's one of the reasons why I don't want to go to Europe. I'm afraid I'm gonna be so tiny. I'm I'm gonna be like a giant.
0: Yeah, yeah. Don't go to don't go to London, England.
2: What, is anything tiny?
0: Yeah. When I went to London, England, I was like a giant, and I'm only six foot.
2: Yeah, man. I'm not sure how I feel about that.
3: Great. Thanks. Thanks, Alex. You just screwed the pooch on that one. Now he won't go, and and that trip will be shy. No,
2: I'm gonna go, but you know, it's not really. Just
0: don't go to the old houses, because you'll be s- ducking under doorways and trying to avoid landing. Uh, shears,
2: of shears, chandeliers, chandeliers. Jan, whenever I go to your house I'm like hitting my head on that stupid chandelier that's in the middle of your living room every time I hit it
0: I feel like Wait, it's on listen. you now huh by now you right. should be able to avoid
2: it
3: so uh, I would encourage you to hit your head hard enough on it that it shatters so that we have to do something why about is I even it
2: even there why are you not taking that out because it doesn't I affect them because they're all smaller That's Uh, true. (laughs) That's That's true. I can
3: go out there and walk right underneath it right now.
2: (laughs) With your hands straight up. But it's not even close. Like, it's not even, like, I'm, like, half my head's, like, I can... It's the whole chandelier.
3: Well, okay, first of all, for for reference, it's not in the living room. It's in, like, a breakfast nook area that's really, like, my crafting area. So, it's not, like, just this random four-foot chandelier in the living room that... Is no. just like an odd thing. No, so, <laughs> you know, there was a purpose. It's a breakfast nook area, but it's not a breakfast nook area. So, but yeah, next time just whack it really hard with your head. Just, just go at it. Just like,
2: why don't me to get injured? Why can't you just take it down? Because she knows she can help you. She's she's a nurse.
3: <laughs> because that's how things get done in this house. You know that.
2: I'm gonna take it down next time I'm there. Can I take it down?
3: Absolutely. I encourage you. Go ahead. I'll give you the ladder. Maybe you don't need a ladder
2: because (laughs) you're so much taller than me. That's the His on Enchanted. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Thanks for listening and have a magical week.